It's been a long day without you, my friend. I tell you all about when This podcast is dedicated to the loving memory of Theodore J. Kaczynski. Rest in peace, brother. <laughs> you're, you're a weird dude, but you gave us permission to be weird too. Yeah, Sorry about those three guys. When I met Ted at VidCon, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> off. surprisingly down to earth <laughs> and very funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I was making oh, that earlier, I was God. fucking dying. All right. Oh my God. Bond. What, what you need to do for the next one of these is put in... Uh, like fade into it the news reports, like some oh like radio God, or like podcast no. news thing where it's like Theodore J. Kaczynski has been found dead in his cell uh, at Federal Correctional Institution, Butner. How old was he? All right. Uh, like 80, 80 oh, something. Oh, like 20. Okay. He was still in like twink mode, I guess. I don't think uh, that's the case. Wait, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, he was like, it was like the boss baby, except it was the boss Unabomber. He was like, oh, the, fuck, the wrong part of that, the Unabomber baby. Uniboss baby. baby. Like, the Uniboss yeah, bomber. Yeah, he, was a, he was a Unabomber prodigy. He was Unabombing at such a young age that, you know, that the, they put him in prison and now he's, he's like, died, but he was only like 20. It's the crazy. The first guy Unabomb. Child prodigy. Where, yeah. where does That's, the Unabit come from? The prefix unit. Uh, because he was bombing university professors, and the oh, FBI has this insane uh. code name thing where it like smashes stuff together. So it was university bomber Unabomb. Ah. Um, so that's that's why he's the Unabomber. But I think we've decided it's funnier to use it as a verb, just intrinsically, mm -hmm. and it's like mm -hmm. the Unabomb. Whether he Unabombed someone. Mm -hmm. Hello and welcome to another episode of Curl James Bond. <laughs> Speaking of domestic terrorists, I, 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 I am Alice Caldwell Kaczynski. Joining me are my friends Abigail Kaczynski and Devon. How you doing? Uh, this is the, the thing is right. This is this is nightmarish because Rambo First Blood. Right, we had our differences about it in a friendly way, but like we agreed, it was a movie with potential. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, we agreed mm -hmm. it like it was it was interesting. There was stuff to talk about. And then, then we watched Rambo: colon, First Blood dash Part Two. Oh God! It starts going wrong at the title just immediately. And it's it's so much easier to talk about unibombings than it is to talk about this movie. Um, first of all, this is a Sylvester Stallone James Cameron joint. Yeah. James Cameron did the screenplay for this. Baffling directorial and combo there. Of... Yes. Mm. Yeah. And then they had a falling out over the, I guess, the politics involved in this movie, which, to be fair, are dog shit. And so yeah. James Cameron has, like, disavowed bits of this movie, which is very wow, that's funny. that's quite strong. As, as, as well he may have done. Um, it's Sylvester Stallone's least favourite Sylvester Stallone movie. Really? As well. 
Yeah. Yeah. He said it was like a cartoon, which it is like is a cartoon. Wrong. He's not wrong about that. Yeah. But my brother in Christ, Sylvester, you made the cartoons. <laughs> like, yeah. We're going to get into this quite, but like the, the changes that Sylvester Sloan made to James Cameron's original screenplay are mm. profound and interesting and all dog yes. shit. I thought it was really weird yes. when Rambo had that piano dropped on him by the Vietnamese soldiers and then his <laughs> teeth were replaced by all the keys. That was really weird. Yeah. 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 A little bit fucked up. But he, um, I, I, think was... I mean, kind of apropos that the Unabomber is in the news for the final time, because mm. this, I mean, in the last film, Rambo I mean, did a you're Unabomber. you're barring any surprises. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, not going to come true. back. Um, so, so in the first film, Rambo did like a, did, did some domestic terrorism and is in prison for it. He did. Yes, yes. He, he is in domestic terrorism prison. And the thing that you do when uh, someone is convicted of domestic terrorism is you want them around as many power tools and explosives as possible. And so Rambo has been sentenced to hard prison labor in open cast mining, where he's just like smashing rocks with a pickaxe while explosions go off. Um, because it's cool, because it's an excuse to show him with like a very like a sweated through shirt. But like, I just love that what has happened here is they have sent him to the fucking salt mines like a Roman slave rebel. Yeah, he's mining the Lorian silver right, right now. It also explains like, why he's jacked. Yes. Well, and he has, that's he has true. a sick yeah. haircut. He looks like Dev. He does. He does have the sort of like long mullet. Um, here's the first major change <laughs> because in the original screenplay, he was hospitalized. He was uh, Rambo was in like mm. the psychiatric wing of the. Oh hell of yeah! The I want to see they one flew over the cuckoo's nest, Rambo. Yeah, I mean, that's like, incredible. As, as he should be, because the thing we established in Rambo One: First Blood Part One A is that mm. Rambo is a man who's deeply unwell. But now he's yes. better? He's crazy. Yes. Yes. But, he's uh, thriving psychologically because he's just like hitting uh, rocks with pickaxes. Um, he is just then, hitting rocks with pickaxes. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what he's doing. This is my favourite like, like, prison shot that a movie can do, is just like guys yeah. hitting rocks and being like, that's but it, his, that's prison, baby. His PTSD is, is no longer factor really no he's film. fine he's mm. fine he was cured of that mm. by like in like week one of prison mm -hmm. um but he gets called away by a guard to meet standing on the other side of a fence colonel troutman his old boss and father figure the guy yes. who does the line that sounds like an mf doom sample mm -hmm. that guy uncle sam um yeah and uncle sam tells him listen you've got Five years left on your sentence, which is hysterical when you remember short. the first movie. <laughs> yeah, like, like he's and he's done three of them. He got an eight-year stretch for we don't know what exactly, but domestic terrorism must up. be part of it. You blew up most of a town. <laughs> you shot a Rambo. police officer. You waged war <laughs> on an entire civilization. <laughs> Even <laughs> discounting the property crime, he did shoot a police officer. Very yeah, much yes, so, with a gun, <laughs> several times. <laughs> like they'll kill you for that, Rambo. You, but no, he goes. You've got five years left on your sentence. Do you want to come and do some shit for the United States government in like a deniable way mm -hmm, mm -hmm. instead? Because and he, this is a really funny detail. He says a computer at headquarters said that you would be good for it. Yeah, so they're like, yeah. This this film has like a real. Well, computers are gay. Computers are gay and yeah. soy, and real men True. don't use them. True. 
That's true. That's, that's the, right. That's what this film says about technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and it's right on every count. Definitely. But it's very funny to me to imagine a sort of like nineteen eighties Pentagon doing AI prompts for their black ops. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you know, generate me a convincing way of doing this shit. Uh, John Rambo. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. Let's get um, John Rambo back in the mix. Yeah. The fact that yeah. Rambo is is asked to do this mission makes zero fucking sense, as we will see later on. But anyway, Absolutely. the vibe is <laughs> the computer. The vibe is um. So there's a secret mission going on in Vietnam. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but it's happening. In and around the prison camp that you escaped from in 1971. So, Crazy. if you want to get involved in this, you'll be temporarily reinstated in the army. And if you succeed, maybe you'll be pardoned by the president. Maybe they're not. They're not even going to suicide squad him. Really, mm-hmm. they're just like they're not putting a bomb in his head. They're not like sending a prison guard with him to Vietnam. Just, also, just, the like, mission, had he done it correctly, this. would not have been massively dangerous. Wouldn't have been hard, even, really. He definitely either. makes it more difficult than it is. <laughs> that's 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 true. Yes. That's true. Um, and, and he sort of, like, ums and awes about this. And ultimately, he's he's convinced by Troutman. But the line... The line is God, devastating. The line, this is this is this is the part where I get to talk about how much this movie makes me hate America and Americans because he looks at Troutman and he goes, "Do we get to win this time?" Fuck you! <laughs> fuck off! Fuck you! Cunt. Fuck you! Fuck you! No, you don't, like, cunt. No, no, <laughs> you will never <laughs> defeat you the fucking people's army. You know, you won't do it. You know the the, the Frankie Boyle joke about how uh, America comes to your country, blows up all your shit, kills everybody, and then twenty years later makes a movie about how doing it makes their soldiers feel sad. That's mm-hmm. right. This is like this is that movie. more insulting. Well, it's a more insulting version of that movie, and that's happening again now about Afghanistan with like the Covenant or whatever <laughs> the fuck. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's America you- fucking comes to your country, like bombs it to shit, like deforests mm-hmm. a massive mm-hmm. amount, kills half a generation, and then will come back twenty years later and make a movie about how they could have done more if people weren't so soy. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's yeah, not even that they feel yeah. bad about it. It's just like we could have done a lot more killing, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, feel I, I feel bad that I didn't kill more people. Was yeah, that, it's like Rambo's whole deal. Like that's a fucking synopsis. If you know anything about the Vietnam War, and I mean anything, if you watch the fucking Ken Burns documentary about the Vietnam War, if you watch so Platoon, if you watch the Ken Burns effects, they invented zooming in on shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, that very same guy. If you saw any of those, that line is so fucking insulting. And, like, America as a culture, as a mass culture, produced this, and you fucking touched down, spiked the football, child mind motherfuckers. I hope the ghosts of all the people you killed haunt everyone involved in the making of this movie to their dying day. Yeah, it, it's genuinely that line is, furious. It's like sick. On, on a kind Do of like we get to win this human le- level, you. like it's it's, it's sickening. <sighs> Saigon still fell, man. It wasn't just because people were soy back home. Like mm-hmm. you lost the fucking war. Yeah, I don't uh, want to be rude. Uh-huh. Here. But then the titles come in, no. and the word Rambo is in flames, which is very yes. cool. I will say one thing about mm. this film is that the music is sick. That's true. You That's know what true. I meant. <laughs> music is cool as I mean, sick in a good sense. Mm. Like yeah, the music yeah. is cool. It's as sort as of like. In a very uh, Miles Bronze friend Daryl moment, this theme is done by Sylvester Stallone's brother. I think. Hell yes. <laughs> well, really? Is yes. Such a like. Well, yeah, we got my brother who plays guitar to do the theme. It's going to be epic, which I, I kind of oh, like. Oh, cool! Um, I wish one of my brothers would write a, me a theme song. 
<laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go to Asia, and we know we're in Asia because we start with a huge shot of like a giant Bodhisattva statue, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they sort of like nine eleven a helicopter into it. Um, they steal a bunch of shots from Apocalypse Now, like helicopters flying into sunsets and sunrises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we're and... in we're in Thailand. So that's where we're that's where yes. we're yes. like base camp is. And the first thing was like <sighs> Thailand is a whole ass country. Uh, a beautiful country with a lot of like you know history right. and and a lot of mm. uh, there are like big cities in Thailand, right? But the first yes, thing we yeah. see of Thailand is step farmers in pointy hats, and it's like yeah, mm-hmm. okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay, fine. Yeah. Sir. Just to just to make sure you got the memo that we are in Asia and what you should think Asia is, it's rice paddies and the conical hats. Yes, um, Rambo gets off the pl- uh, no Rambo gets off the helicopter. Uh, and meets a guy called Ericsson, who is wearing a very Tom of Finland leather unzipped <laughs> vest and nothing else on his chest to the you. war. I mean, it's. I mean, <laughs> he's kind of serving cunt. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> he kind of is. He kind of is. There's one thing I know about the and... military: it's that they take quite a lax attitude towards what you wear. That's you true. You can kind of yeah, turn up absolutely. wearing whatever. It's a very if, casual no, organization. Listen, if you get good enough at killing, you can sort of enter the like ghost Call of Duty protocol and just show up wearing whatever, and everyone has to accept grow, it. Grow your beard out. Yeah, yeah. you can just be. Oh yeah, you can wear shit. a skull like mask twenty four seven, and no one's allowed to be skull like, mask bro, to work. Take the fucking yeah, skull yeah. mask off. So like, clearly, no one is here to tell Ericsson, who is this big muscular dude. Hey. Dude, you can't wear the Tom of Finland vest to war. You, you you can't do that. You gotta wear like a shirt or something that like buttons or zips. Uh you can't just be like tits out in the war zone. I think but you he's, can. He's fine. I think you should be able to. <laughs> well he is. Yeah. And it's it's a predator as well. Yes, it predator. is, yeah. Um so um, so Rambo uh walks in and he meets uh Colonel Sam, who we already know, and he also meets yep. this uh, this dude, Marshall Murdoch. Who yes. is yes? Uh, the G- Do we recognize this man? Yes, he's the voice of Zed from the animated Men in Black series. Well done. Do we recognize him from a screen presence at all? Yes, he was yes. in Austin Powers Gold. Yes, Moon. he was in Austin Powers. Yes, yeah. yes one? he, he was, was in the first one. Yes, he was the general in Austin Powers one. Charles Napier, a guy. I, I think seen. I can say we love to see a guy a guy who is prolific a guy mm-hmm. who was uh, did like hundreds of these roles um, including like basic- as in Austin Powers parodying himself which yeah. funnily enough I yeah. realized the other day that in Hot Shots Part 2 which is a parody of Rambo the guy who plays yes. Colonel Sam in this also plays like Colonel Sam in yes. that <laughs> yeah 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 Richard Krenner, I think his name mm-hmm. is. Yeah, but uh, Charles Napier is like if he it was typecast as American authority figure brackets bad yeah, yeah right yeah yeah Got Always police cool. officers, soldiers, generals, all villainous or corrupt. Judges, Perfect. yeah, it's yeah, good. yeah. Um, and so he's the CIA, mm-hmm. um, and y- you can see how yeah, CIA fits have changed. You know, they hadn't invented five eleven khakis yet, so he's got to be wearing like a a full suit, less the jacket with the tie undone. Um, yeah. And he's gay and soy, and we don't he like is him. He's gay and soy. He also we, we know don't. we know that he is because he feels the heat. He's like, oh, it's too damn yes. hot here, and he's Saturday. always like fanning himself. Is, and like, yeah. this is what I was I was leading up to is if you remember when we did the Man from Uncle movies, we talked about the the directorial decision to make a character be looking for their keys through a whole scene. Yes, much like that, th- this guy's direction is you are too hot throughout every <laughs> scene. <And> so, <laughs> 
he's reading the he's script, kinda... but he's also too hot. You're like, okay. Yeah, he's like, he's walking Ooh. around, sure. And the script might just say walking around, but he's like, oh, damn, it's too hot. Uh, and he's going to do this for an hour and a half. Um, it's cool, actually. I mean, it's it's... It's nice to see actors make decisions about their performance that are based on the environment the characters are supposed to be in, because that is such an important part of it. And one that is these days, mm. with not to be too like, ah, oh, too many green screens in movies. Like it's, uh, it, it is something that's often neglected is like the physical environment the characters are in. So I thought this was like a good, a good choice and, and something it's that helped bad, make actually. it more real. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. We we do see that the CIA's headquarters, they've got this like they've brought the CIA to Thailand and Rambo is like interposing into it as like, you know, the sort of like the rugged individual. Like Murdoch has a little like desk flag, a little desk American flag that's like right in the middle of a shot across the desk. They have a Coke machine, which in you know, the Coke machine in CIA headquarters is a bit ironic. Um also there's a dude with an incredible fit leaning against that Coke machine. This is You sent me the screenshot of this guy. Real, real fan yes. of it. He's he's credited as a lifer. This is this actor's only appearance in anything, uh, and he's wearing like aviators. He's got a blonde mustache, and he's got like a shirt that he has not bothered to button at all because, again, it's hot. It's hot, right? And so, yeah, so Murdoch tells he says, "Right, Bond. Here's the deal with this movie. Hmm. Um, as yes. you probably know, Rambo, there are 2,500 soldiers from the Vietnam War who are still officially MIA. Most of them are Ooh. dead." Um, but there's a rumor, a persistent rumor, that some might still be being held as POWs, including in the camp that you used to be in. So what you're going to do is go in there, take some pictures to either prove or mm-hmm. disprove this, and then come back. Yep. That's it. Just take pictures. Do not perfectly, engage. Perfectly reasonable for an intelligence agency, yeah. I would say, yeah. first of all. Um, if there is anybody but- there, we'll send Colonel Sam in with, with you know, Delta yeah. Force to pick him up, but just go in there, yeah. take pictures, come yeah. back. Confirm their presence, and then leave. And Rambo is like, what do you mean I don't get to rescue them? Mm-hmm. Like, Rambo's like, we're still we leaving gay, the guys gay, there. Gay, pussy, so we don't even know the there boys? are guys there, Rambo. So and the, now, yeah, and the way, the, way, the way Murdoch describes this POW MIA shit mm. is... Now, maybe the government didn't care. Maybe certain segments of the population didn't care. That's an that's a, a horrible Ideology. bit of fashion. <laughs> Certain segments of the population mm-hmm. actually Those thought it was hippies. good that our boys were being tortured, uh, having their like nutsacks burned with like hot irons by the Viet Cong or whatever. This um, this is a myth. <sighs> a first of all, B. This yes. is a myth. Yes. B. Yes, this is. is- John McCain's pet myth is what this one fucking is. Yeah. The uh, the Vietnam War POW issue. They're just dead, bro. Yeah, as we will <laughs> yeah, see later on, that this is, like doesn't even make internal sense. Yes. No. If you're curious where this this came from, you may have seen if you're an American the the POW MIA flag. Sorry, I said I hate you in your country earlier. I I do. I do. Um, yeah. You may have seen the POW MIA flag, the like black one with the like uh like human head silhouette against mm. barbed wire or whatever yep. that like some some places fly. That's in commemoration of this kind of myth in the narrowest sense, and it, that started when the Nixon administration, and this will shock you, lied about something. What? Um, That's no. crazy, dog. <laughs> in, in order, tricky dick, he would dick? never. He wouldn't lie. In, in order to uh, increase support for the, for the Paris Peace Accords, in order to like uh, you know uh, increase support for ending the war, the Nixon administration exaggerated the number of Americans who were missing in action in Vietnam. And what missing in action usually meant was like 
you know, your your skeleton is in yeah. the jungle somewhere. They can't find it. Dead, right? but we can't find you, it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and what they did was they exaggerated that number as a way of like sort of pressuring the American people to support ending the war. And then later, this became sort of like a real feature. If if you've read the essay, the paranoid style in American politics, a real feature of that style was they still have live American prisoners over there in Vietnam, in Laos, and Cambodia, even though the war has ended, uh, and why aren't we going and rescuing them? Uh, and this continued as a myth from the, the early 70s all the way through. I mean, it's still kind of around today, but all the way through into the 80s. It's, um, suffice it to say, this is wrong and yes. deeply racist. Vietnam was desperate to, uh, to like re- develop like relations with America at this point. There is no reason that they would ever possibly have to still have POWs. Yeah, also, mm. I mean, like spoilers, I guess, for later on, but it, it turns out there are actually some POWs yeah, in this There film. is a movie. Who are there? Okay. there is a movie that happens. Mm. He doesn't just yes. go and find nobody and then like just confronts the ghost of his past. That would be quite good though. But um, <laughs> later on, we, we hear that like, oh, um, uh, skipping forward a lot, Colonel Sam says, oh, like at the end of the war, we were supposed to pay the Vietnamese reparations. We didn't, so they kept the POWs. And I'm like, if that was the case, if, if the Vietnamese government were intent on ransoming these people, why keep it secret? Why wouldn't mm. Vietnam constantly be like, yo, we have these POWs, please give us money for them? Why would It, it doesn't even make fucking internal sense. No, no, none at all. No, it does not. And bear in mind that like, since normalization of relations with Vietnam, the Vietnamese government has been helping the US to like find and catalogue remains of all those dudes who just like died in the jungle. Um, presumably, in the mindset going on here, which like imposed itself on American politics for a long time because by, by sort of like force of like arms and masculinity by being like, no, you weren't there, so you don't get to tell me that my obviously false belief is false. You have to like, you know, throw this fucking flag up about it. Um, like, presumably that all of those guys just, like, died of old age, I guess? Yeah, or, now or I guess, it's... like, you know, we've now reached the point where even if there was anybody who was being held as a POW in Vietnam, they're almost certainly dead now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, Apologies and, if you're and, listening to this podcast in a, in a torture camp in, yeah. in Vietnam. If, if you were listening to this, like, neck deep in pig shit in a Vietnamese prison That's gonna, Yeah, that'll be a difficult listen to you, because we do insist that you aren't real. Uh, mm -hmm. sorry. Sorry. It was nice right of them in. to let you listen to podcasts, though, to be well, honest. Maybe that's so, part like, of the thank you. <laughs> See if your captors will let you access killjamesbond.com slash contact and just get in touch. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I, I'm in a on? tiger cage, you know, and my wrists are like tied together with wire. They're making me listen to Call Her Daddy. I'm <laughs> screaming and screaming and no one's answering. Um, by the way, I should also say, people did try and do the plot of this movie. There was this guy called Bo oh, Gritz no. who tried to. Classic he was American like, name. Bob Dunn. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Yanks and love to fucking be called Todd Gonzalez. He was, he was a special forces like lieutenant colonel, and he tried to organize private rescue oh, missions no. with Laotian anti-communists. <laughs> uh, anti-communists in quotes is that? Anti-communists yeah. in Laos. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and b these were financed by a bunch of like private donors, including Ross Perot and Clint Eastwood. Hell yes! And God. they they Cinema. went there, and like a bunch of their dudes got captured and ransomed. 
Uh, that's a fucking like, movie. That's the movie I want to see. Is they go in like gung ho to rescue POWs who mm-hmm. aren't there and get captured. That's funny. They become the POWs. Yeah. <laughs> Self fulfilling fucking prophecy. This is and people say that cinema doesn't have an impact on the world. Look mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. We're financing this, like, people. <laughs> this the stuff that. The stuff that Bo Gritz got up to was both such a great movie in and of itself, but also so embarrassing mm-hmm. that uh, Eric Haney, this guy who was like, he was a Delta Force Master Sergeant, um, like, he was also a believer in this POW MIA thing, but his excuse for how they'd never found any was, we were gonna invade Laos and Vietnam again and find the POWs, but then this guy Bo Gritz showed up and started doing, like, TV programs about (laughs) how he was gonna free the POWs, and they just moved them. And it's like, for fuck's sake... Guys, guys, in 40 years, no one has produced a single shred of evidence that this even happened, even one time. It's the same with the, like, spitting on me when I got back from Vietnam and Rambo First Blood Part 1, 1, where it's like, no, this didn't happen, but, like, it's it's psychologically important to you to believe that it did. Mm-hmm. Um, well, anyway, that's why Rambo's going in, because he's going to find the evidence. Yeah, um, yeah and he's, he's gonna also going to be find the he's gonna be going in alone, and they say, Rambo, try and forget about the war. The war's over. It's a different time now. And then they say, uh, Rambo, you'll be assisted by all of these uh, state-of-the-art computers, all of which are gay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. We, we've got these gay computers for you, and the computer, like, prints out a... prints out a thing. It's like, I love sucking dick. I love being gay. <laughs> I love the smell of balls. whole room full of computers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, whole room you'll of get computers, the most advanced technology in the world, Rambo. To operate the computers. That, we, and Rambo's like We never find out what this technology like is. They send him in with a big no. backpack, which he immediately yeah. loses. So I'm imagining they've just loaded him down with like CRT monitors and mechanical <laughs> keyboards and shit. Yeah. yeah. He's carrying in two IBM Selectrics in a backpack. The calculator. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo doesn't like the technology and he's like, oh, I always thought that the mind was the best weapon. It's my Stallone. He sounds about as coherent. Rambo, you're mentally um, ill. I not not to like <laughs> Rambo, brother. I've always thought that my crazy mind was the best weapon. I mean not to like disparage people with mental illness, like oh, like that's fine. People have PTSD, okay, Same, cool. Us, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. for real. But like I'm I'm but also he doesn't he doesn't have PTSD anymore. He's fine, He's fine yeah, now. Okay, he got yeah, over fine. it. He's actually His okay mind now. is the perfect weapon now because it's just it's cured. Like, you'd have guessed that's another thing Stallone changed about the script is that he's actually fine mm. now. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. This makes it so much worse as we'll discuss later on. But yeah, mm. I, I do want to. I do want to activate Alice autism mode for a minute here and say that again. If you know anything about the Vietnam War, this movie's hysterical. But one of the reasons why is that special forces in Vietnam, which Rambo was supposed to have been. We're all in on like very then advanced and very experimental technology. They had like ammonia detectors to try and detect the scent of people's piss from like miles away. They had like acoustic like listening devices and shit. Like some of the like black ops shit they got up to, we probably still don't know about, and that's fine. But like, it, it's quite a contrast from that to like, uh, all I need is my knife and my gay little headband. And I'm gonna go in there, and I'm gonna like stab everybody and shoot them with a bow yeah. and stuff. Yeah, well, because this, this um, is like a fantasy of like 
masculinity, yes, like returning with a V, reacting against just oh, we, whatever is around at the time, including computers. Oh, we really ramp up that masculinity fantasy because mm. we got to talk about the like gearing up for the mission sequence. There's one bit that I want to talk about just before that, which is oh please, um, yeah, I, I've missed this actually. Which is I know that, exactly what you uh, mean. Marshall yeah. Murdoch says to uh, Uncle Sam, "Hey, I like, guess Rambo really up to this." And Uncle Sam says, mm. uh, "Rambo is a pure fighting machine. He's got no fear, no regrets. The place that you call hell, he calls home." And like, he's basically like, Ram, Ram, he's, he's Rambo's hype man, right? <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing, doing the MF Doom. Thing. I, I just yeah. want to know that, like, <laughs> I think I have that. Actually, the pure fighting machine with only a desire to win a war that someone else lost. There you go. But like, Rambo someone ended the last lost. movie weeping into your arms, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How can you say that about a man who you you have seen <laughs> bear his soul? Who's been deeply hurt? Like, I mean, this movie is just pretending that the previous movie it didn't, didn't happen. happen I yeah, guess. yeah. To be clear, mm -hmm. the re the reason why that is is because that didn't happen. <laughs> that was yeah. a that yeah. was yeah. 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 Oh, there is there is one other thing as well that happens when Murdoch briefs him, where Murdoch goes, "Listen, I, I'm I'm not just some simple country CIA pussy. I was in the shit. I was with the like three two Marines at Kaisan or whatever." Um and. On his way out, Rambo's like, you know, the three two Marines were actually at like Da Nang or whatever. Mm. So we know actually, that Murdoch the, is stealing three Valor. Three two Marines actually Valor were at Disneyland too. that day. You know, they've, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, took, they were on, so well, on the holiday. They took the south of France. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's stealing Valor. He's lying. The mm -hmm. worst thing you can do. Mm. Um, and you know, you're not you're not meant to trust him. Rambo um, sharpens his knife and he gets. He does indeed. He does his boots it's up very so tight. Gay. Yeah, it's it's extremely it so, gay. So right. gay. So many shots of like tight, glistening muscles in this movie. Yeah, and this is the first of many. Well, I've got a lot of that written down. Yeah, <laughs> this is just. Yeah, it's so gay, but it's not. It's not. It's a, obsessed with the male form, but not in a homosexual manner. It's obsessed with it as like an instrument of. Of killing violence. I guess yes, part of like, it is is you're supposed to see this if you are a man. You're supposed to see this and like ref it's an excuse for you to like kill the gay thoughts inside you. It's just like I will mm. resist. I will not think about this in a gay way, even though it's very gay because that's how straight I am. It's like damn. What if I was Rambo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I need these muscles to kill to communists with. Yeah. Um. And we we get a great, a, a very funny this. little shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we get a very funny little shot of them have him loading an SLR camera in the same way that you would a gun. <laughs> yeah, that, which that's, is that's nice. very funny. I laughed at that. Me every time I go taking photographs. Um. um so, so so Rambo doesn't so, trust Murdoch, and then uh, Rambo gets on the plane and flies away to go and do the mission. And then uh, Murdoch says to Uncle Sam, "He's like, I don't think there are any POWs there, but like, whatever. It's important to Congress that we disprove this myth so we can all fucking stop talking about it." And again, whatever. he's right. Yeah, he's like correct. objectively. Factually, he's right. Rambo has to parachute in, mm -hmm. um, and it's a static line drop, and the static line gets tangled. Where's well, a very which gay leads helmet? Me to, yeah, that's also true. It's like a leather sort of like Biggles helmet, mm -hmm. but also um, the pilot at this point screams back to headquarters. He's being dragged, which I can't get a drop <laughs> of because it's mixed yeah. too low. But it's like, so they're, so they're beating his ass in the quote retweet. Check but the also, internet lately. Yeah, this is this is why I mean this wouldn't have happened if Rambo had exited the plane properly, which is yes. you sit, yeah. dangle your legs he out, and push yourself up. out. Like he he fucks up by like st by jumping from standing. You can't like fall out of a plane sitting because that would be gay. But anyway, mm -hmm. he gets he gets like caught up on the side of the plane, uh, and then he cuts himself loose. But he loses all of his CRT monitors in the, in the process. So now he's got you know his knife and and his wits, and that's it. Yeah, man versus nature. He even loses a shirt at this point. Of course, he fucking does. <laughs> he yeah. So so before do you we take this one, <laughs> I, I do because I want to set something up. Yeah, 
So Please. I read the first draft script for this. I read um, Cameron's original Only script, right? To do that, and yeah, James Cameron had a character in the script, um, a guy by the name of Brewer, who was a sort of sidekick for Rambo. He was it was mm. first right. It was penned with John Travolta in mind first of all. So note that down <laughs> mentally. Okay. John Travolta was going to be playing this guy's like fucking sidekick. He would assist with like technology or some shit, like bit of comedy relief. Do the typing. He was yeah. introduced in Thailand in a scene where they were actually like in oh, Thailand. That's why. That's why they have the scene with Ericsson that doesn't go anywhere because Ericsson like just doesn't do much. But yes, okay. <laughs> he was supposed to be introduced there. Um, Sylvester Sloan removed uh, this man and replaced him with a different helpful character a character yeah. by the name of Ko Fong Bao yeah. who is a Vietnamese woman who speaks in broken English for the entire fucking movie and it was broken English the as whole... written by Sylvester Stallone so not like, not a, not like how a fucking <laughs> Tw- Vietnamese speaker broken. would speak bad English how Sylvester Stallone imagines no, I mean she speaks yeah. like a caveman. Would speak she speaks bad like English. Yeah. you go here, yes. you do this. Like insane. Yeah, yeah it's, fully. It's mental. Fully. I mean, there's, first, there's a little bit where Rambo like kills a snake just to yeah. prove how badass well, he is. That, that, that bit's that bit's great because his way of Skip getting over. like across country, having been sort of like dropped in the wrong place, is to jog around in his little headband uh, with his. <laughs> he just nips. Like, he, it, <laughs> he makes yeah, it okay. intimidating a snake. Um, and he's also using the little button compass in the pommel of his knife that, you know, needs two hands to work, which mm-hmm. made sense as an emergency thing in the first movie, but not at all here. You could just bring a, a compass, whatever. Um, also, the film really wants you to be creeped out by Buddhist statues. Um, yep. It really wants not. you to be triggered and owned by seeing the conical hats, the, like straw hats. Um, then he runs into this woman and he's like, you know... And she and and she goes. You surprise me, woman. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. You not expect woman. It's just like, well, yeah. I told my parents the same thing. <laughs> she goes. She goes. Now, now go next location. Uh, yeah. Next so, location. Well, hang on a minute. Let's introduce her. This is this is Ko, as she's called in the film. Uh, she's played by Julia sure. Nixon, who is not Vietnamese. She's actually from Singapore, but no. okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she uh, speaks in this fucking caveman dialect. The entire movie. Oh, she it's also real bad. later on becomes the centerpiece of the funniest moment of the movie, yes, which I will yes, not spoil. Yes, um, yes, but yes, yeah, yes. okay. So she takes them to to some pirates, and they're going to take them down river to the camp. Um, Alice, I thought yeah. you would notice that the the captain of the pirates has three wristwatches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, very nice and bit of, of wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, but the sort of the the points of this pirate village thing is essentially to to tell you, hey, Asian dudes, they're fucking scary, right? Right? You're on, you're on board with this, right? You saw saw a bunch of like Asian men, fucking terrifying, and Rambo sort of like looking around, like, oh god. And it's kind of like you can excuse this a bit. I'm sure the movie would try to by being like, yeah, this is like the Southeast Asian equivalent of most Eisley, right? Like it's it's a bad neighborhood, but the effect is. These and co, and you know the Vietnamese soldiers who you know are not people, are the only Asian people in the movie, right? In fact, as far as I remember, they're the only non-white people in the movie. And Rambo is like looking at them like, oh god, oh fuck. It's like one of of them's a fucking lady taking a shower. What's she gonna do to you? Yeah, you fucking psycho. Yeah, this is purely just like the presence of of Vietnamese people is itself a threat, which is. Horrible. Yeah. Um, and, and you could, I, I guess, you could also excuse it as being like, "Oh, Rambo's got PTSD," but he doesn't. 
He's fine he doesn't, now. He's fine. He's, yeah, he's... Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they get on the boat. PTSD, they go down pass river. that. Suck my dick. Does he yeah, speak? We get, Sorry, we get I didn't an quite emotional... Does he speak Vietnamese in this? Does like Rambo understand yes, he does. them? He, ra he he like speaks Vietnamese to her. Okay, um, that's fine. At which so you're meant to understand that like, damn, he's so smart. He speaks Vietnamese. Um, <laughs> they they get on the boat. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Mm. I'm not saying it's an easy language to learn, right? But like, it's it's also not fucking like mind labyrinth impossible. Millions of people speak it every day. Um, I just don't think Sylvester Stallone can do anything tonal. No, that's my no, only that's worry. True. I think that's fair. Mm. They get on the boat. They have an emotional moment where he like talks to her about what her and he goes, "What your deal?" Uh, and she goes, <laughs> "My deal. My deal is dad die sadly." Um, now, now I do this. What oh, your deal? So yeah, I mean, her her character is quite interesting. As somebody who is Vietnamese and now working for the American government, I would have liked to know more about that. That's an interesting thing. But mm. never mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, don't worry. Interesting sort of like layers of complicity. Mm. But you know, her her dad died instead of getting to like open a frankly delicious restaurant in Virginia. Um, and she she asks him what his deal is, and he's like, Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, there was uh, there was a <laughs> war like, in America when I got back. But it was a quiet war, uh, because it was against the Maoist police departments of America who hated I mean, it wasn't American very quiet when you were veterans. blowing up fucking petrol stations in Washington, <laughs> he made that That's what he did. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, quite yeah, a loud yeah, war, actually, because of all the gunfire that you brought to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, it's like, it's, this this thing is like, oh, everybody hated Vietnam veterans. It's like, just just the left-wing ones, man. What are you talking <laughs> about? Sylvester Slow talking, I fucking go and just being like, do you know what soy is and she's like yes it's a staple food it, he's like no no it makes really, you really gay good. it makes you it to, to americans it makes them gay yeah. um mm -hmm. but that's she, why that's why they had to get out of vietnam mm -hmm. she, but she she says she has a line she she's like i, I gotta get out of vietnam because too much death here and i'm like you sanctimonious yeah, motherfuckers! I hate America. America. To help with. I hate <laughs> America. Yeah. You, you, you caused the deaths. You caused the deaths, and now you're bitching about them. And then you put them into the the those words into the mouth of a Singaporean woman in a movie about how it made your dudes feel bad. You. Too much death of fucking Christ. Too much Jesus. death, which is just I... incidentally here. Just Vietnam's just just unlucky, I guess. And uh, at no point does yeah, Rambo. I guess so. I mean, I, I better <laughs> yeah, just autochthonous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have been interesting if Rambo had like done, done like a little bit of a look or a nod or like a yeah. I guess you know a lot of that is kind of our fault. Yeah, like, whoops. Even just a little bit of acknowledgement, but, but he just he totally plays it straight. He's like, yeah, there is a lot of no, death here. No, Weird, no. huh? It's, it's it's the fault. Damn, it's not Rambo's fault. It's not the fault of of men like Rambo who are doing the killing. It's the fault of the guys who are ordering it. And at this point, we cut back to like Mr. CIA, Mr. Murdoch, who is like looking for like a cold Diet Coke or whatever. Mm. This is another thing, right? Yeah. Not not to not to really go like anti burger action here, but Americans love Americans love to sit on their asses and watch movies and drink cokes. And then the movie is about an American who is sitting on his ass drinking coke and about yeah. how he's a gay pussy. Every and it's American like, is pointing at the screen like, no, no, that's me. That's, that's a mirror. That's a mirror. <laughs> Yanks. Uh, so we, this is we an anti-Yank like, podcast now, I'm sorry. Murdoch is Some like setting Rambo up to fail because he's soy. 
and gay mm. and he's like yeah I, I actually think that it's going to be good when he doesn't find anything yeah because um, yeah, they go to the camp yeah, he's already like oh we're not going to find anything it would be ridiculous if we found anything obviously there aren't any MIA POWs no, no. Uh, so they go to the camp and she's like camp's, camp's supposed to be empty uh, a woman shows up and she's like, check out this slut, which, like, genuinely she calls her a whore. This is the only other Crazy. woman in the fucking movie. Uh, Does that <sighs> bit of dialogue technically pass that no, she doesn't talk to the to, to the whore now? No, no, she would have to. Mm. Uh, so Rambo then goes and infiltrates the base on his own. Um, he ignores his orders, and... so he goes in. Uh, they they yes. don't see anybody from the outside, so he goes in to have a look around. He takes a bow with him, so he's clearly mm -hmm. intent on doing violence. Um, he he sneaks underneath two people fucking at one point, like he's Jason Voorhees, and he's like looking at them fucking through the floorboards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Camp counselor Rambo, um, but he finds in a bamboo cage in a corner of the camp that no one's even really guarding. They don't give a shit about these guys. Oh, it's been so like, many fucking years. Like, no one cares about the Americans. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they look pretty good considering they've been yeah. there for 14 years. Yeah. Maybe, like, a dozen Americans. Yeah. Uh, and, and you get shots of them, like, suffering and there's, like, bugs on them and stuff. And it's like, again, fuck you. Fuck you a third time because, like, you would rather empathize with fake veterans you made up than with real ones. Mm -hmm. like, it's, mm -hmm. it's just That's a fair so, point. Yeah. No, it's sickening. It's so <laughs> infuriating. There's, there's one guy who's been like strung up on a St. Andrew's cross. Um, mm -hmm. Hot, yeah. Um, so Rambo mm -hmm. cuts him down. He's like, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to rescue you and come back to the, the other side. We, they handed you to the Vietnamese Army's BDSM division. And he's like, no, I'm here consensually. <laughs> this is part of the scene. When you can leave, let me go, Rambo. <laughs> Interrupting my <laughs> goddamn king. Um, so so yeah. um, he kills a guard with a throwing knife and then two others with a yeah. bow silently and he escapes with this, yeah. this POW. Here's another sentence. Mm. Remember in the first movie where Rambo didn't kill anyone? Yes, yeah. That was also the plan for the second one. Would you believe that Sylvester Sloan was like, Amazing. no, no. We're gonna go insane. We're gonna be killing. We yeah. gotta go. We're I mean, gonna we... kill, and by God, are we gonna fucking kill by the end of this? We also see that Co immediately like fails her part of the stealth mission, purely so that we can see Rambo rescue her by pinning a guy to a tree with an arrow through the fucking head. It's. Mm. I hate Americans. I hate Americans. Why? Why is your culture like this? I'm Ours afraid is of also Americans. Bad, yeah, so they escape, they, they get the, like, St. Andrew's Cross guy onto the boat, and the pirate is, like, looking piratically, brackets duplicitous, brackets Asian, at them, like, ah, oh, I'm gonna sell these dudes out. Uh, Rambo does not notice. Rambo, Rambo tells this uh, POW, who's like, it's, he, the guy's like, what year is it? And the guy's like, it's 1985. And it's like, oh, shit. Oh. Crazy. Uh, yeah, you've missed out on so much, like, A Flock of Seagulls, uh, the Rocky movies. 1985. <laughs> oh, it was just a normal country by that point, man. Like it wasn't even it wasn't even like any ongoing wars, man. <laughs> they were making man. stereos in Vietnam <laughs> by 1985. They finished invading Cambodia, even like it, it was. This was so. Oh my fucking god. Rambo's like you missed the events of Rambo One, but don't worry about that. It's not important. Um. So the guards, meanwhile, have discovered the bodies and they've called this in. Uh, they've they've radioed oh. somebody, but they they haven't managed to capture Rambo. Um, but then, of course, Huge, the yeah. pirates betray him. Of Huge course. surprise that the pirates are betraying mm -hmm. 
Uh, Rambo, like... Kills him uh, with a shotgun. One of them, yeah, this is a huge free ad for the Franke Spass 12 shotgun. He just kills everybody on the boat effortlessly with it. Mm. Um, at which point, the, the patrol boat, like, lights them up with machine guns, you know, uh, Rambo, uh, and, and, like, well, Coenus and Andrew's cross guy are, like, swimming to shore. Rambo's just, like, hitting the deck as the whole thing gets shredded by machine guns. Um... Rambo blows up the patrol boat with an RPG that he found earlier. Yeah. It, it was just in his inventory. And then, as the sort of like burning patrol boat is drifting towards his boat and about to blow him up, a guy who I will immediately award the Kaufman star tries to fucking get Kronstein him. Rosette. This guy. Kronstein Rosette. Yeah. Kronstein Rosette, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, the, the Kronstein Rosette to this guy who had been hiding in the boat attic. While it was being shot at for several minutes, lying in wait for Rambo to go past him. Rambo, the guy who has killed everyone he knows, to try and, like, garrote him. Mm -hmm. That's above it's and beyond. incredible. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Rambo kills him with a knife. Obviously. Yeah, same. It jumps off the boat before it explodes. Very dramatic. Yeah. Cool shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The explosion effects in this movie killed a stuntman. <gasps> I... I, I I think this was a bad movie. I also do not think it was worth a man's life. Oh this no! Is a bad it is dedicated. Movie. Yeah. It is dedicated to the guy that they killed with an explosion. I'm not sure which explosion it was. Oh my, um, oh my gosh! That's horrible. But, Fuck! How did yeah, I not find yeah, out of that? Shit. A, a dude died to make Rambo uh, First Blood Part Two. Um, On the IMDb page, would that be under trivia or goofs? Do you think? I think that's a goof. I think that's a goof. <laughs> I actually, I think that stuntman is. Uh, they never found oopsies. his body. He's actually being uh, held in a prison camp underneath one of the studios. They got him like lashed to us and imprisoned. Yeah, yeah. He's he's actually he's MIA. This uh, that stuntman. Even even, even weirder too, considering they filmed this shit in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, really? It, oh Jesus! It, it wasn't an explosion. Clifford Wager, thirty-four. He fell over. He fell off a waterfall. Oh no. no! How do you? Oh, dude, fuck! That's so unfortunate. What? That's really horrible. Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> Genuinely, that is. We, we, that is yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. We're not like pro that's dead so stunt performer. Like oh. we're strongly anti that. But, no one like, should die for a movie. First of for all, this? But for this, for this. Yeah, yes. I I have not yet met my stunt double for reacted, but I'm I'm hoping that whoever they are, they they do not have to die. <laughs> so <laughs> surprise! <laughs> oh, so, I hope not. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> Rambo. Rambo mm -hmm. fucking like tells Co leave the movie for a bit now. Yeah, um, that's enough of you. And, and she's like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, I leave movie uh, now. Okay. Goodbye. Me, me, me return like, in two scenes. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he and St. Andrew's cross guy. St. Andrew, I guess. Uh, mm. Yeah, St. Andrew. Are, are, like, trying to escape over some rice paddies, because of course they are. Mm -hmm. And the Vietnamese army, including this one officer who does not get any lines, but we, like, recognize him from his, like, distinctive mustache, who has been following them, mm. is like, okay, fuck just shooting them. We're gonna mortar them. Let's yeah, go. I mean, We're gonna I, set up again, a mortar battery. Lieutenant Mustache, again, kind of applying for the Kronstein here, perhaps not quite getting it, but notable runner-up. Mm. There's there's no kill like overkill, right? And it, it, the fact that they're like wading through a rice paddy immediately inside of you, and you have an AK, 
it's neither here nor there. Bring in the mortars. And so we get to see Rambo, like, escaping the mortars as he tries to make it and bring this guy to the rendezvous point where the helicopter's going to pick them up. Now, he's gone um, loud at this point, it's fair to say. He's real loud. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sort of the mission was go take a photo and then come back. Mm -hmm. So when the helicopter arrives, it's like, hey, bud, this is a bit louder <laughs> than maybe we were planning to, like, mm -hmm. pick you up under. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Colonel oh, Sam, shit, what is happens on the helicopter? Colonel Sam is in the helicopter and he yes, radios yeah. back to base. He's like, it's Rambo. And he has a POW with him. And at that point, mm -hmm. Murdoch is like, right, abort the mission, abort the mission, pull out now. Do not pick him up. Leave him there right now. Don't Leave do it. Leave his ass there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And Colonel Sam's like, you can't do this. And the guy who's in the chopper with Colonel Sam like, pulls a gun on him. And it's like, ooh, yeah. betrayal. The CIA guy. The CIA yeah. Yeah. Saw that, you that guy. guy as well. CIA clowns. Um, they pull <laughs> a gun on him and, uh, and they, so, they are forced to abandon Rambo. Yes, a and Rambo, and, and, and I guess the guy yeah, gets, and Andrew, gets captured they, yeah, again. Yeah, they get captured. The guy. But What's I, really funny, mm -hmm. what's really funny is that textually, Rambo has less PTSD from being captured by the same guys again mm -hmm. than he got from Razorburn. Don't worry. Shaving can be very traumatic, as I think, you know, you and I both know. Rambo, stick with the electrolysis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so here's, at this point... Here's what, one mm -hmm. other change. Um, the POWs would have been characters, additionally, in the first one. Mm. Listen, I don't want to get, like, stuck into this where I'm like, oh, James Cameron wrote the perfect movie and it got ruined, because obviously the politics of that one were the same. The plot was basically the same. Like, yeah. it was still going to sure. be a bad movie. But... The prisoners of war had characters, which sort of, they're kind of the fucking pivotal part of the movie, sort of the core of it really is them, and they get nothing. Yeah. It's crazy. Nothing. That, that one it might as well just be a flag that he has to go and capture and then just bring back. Like, there's nothing here. <laughs> Briefcase full of intelligence. We've dropped Rambo off at two fort, and he's just going to get this fucking... <laughs> he's going to pick this upside-down flag off the cross and just take it back. That's it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, so so, so Colonel, now Troutman yeah, back at Colonel base. Colonel Sam goes back to base, and he figures out what the plan was. Like, it was a setup, basically. And we get some anti-war politics. The line is... It was a lie, wasn't it? Just like the whole damn war, it was a lie. So there were some politics. We're we're like anti anti Vietnam War now. Like uh, the the government, the fucking government, lied to get these dudes into Vietnam where they were doing dudes rock shit and they never did anything wrong. But now that they have done something wrong, it won't even look out for them and it won't love them back. Yeah. So apparently the the setup was to send in Rambo, who Colonel Sam says was a distinguished veteran, and then he would find nobody and thereby disprove the lost POW Smith. He wasn't supposed to actually find one. That's why they had to abandon him there when he did. And my notes say Rambo is not a distinguished veteran. He's like a lunatic felon. This is this is like <laughs> if we'd said, okay, we need to send somebody in to disprove the fact that Iraq has WMDs. So we're going to send in the fucking Unabomber. <laughs> He's on his <laughs> way. If we'd sent it, like, why Rambo? This guy who shot up a town. Like, the why computer. Him? The computer said. The computer said. And computer said Rambo. Computer said. 
Yeah. So, so Troutman's like, oh, I'm going to expose you, and the CIA guy's like, no, you're fucking not. Yeah. I, you're, you're on base in Thailand. Or I got my incredibly sexy mercenaries here. Well, and also, and also like, Murdoch makes a good point. It's like, yeah, and, and then what are you going to do? Like, if, if we have, like, mm. a POW, an American POW from Vietnam on the 6 o'clock news back home, people are going to be clamoring for another war. Like, what do you want me to do? Fucking bomb Saigon? Obviously, we have to cover this up for the sake of the greater good. And it's like, oh, it's interesting, actually, that he does... I like have an argument there, kind it's, of. It's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. yeah. What are yeah. you gonna do? Lo- right. Lose again? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, uh, so, so at this point, we go to Rambo. Rambo is. You remember my joke about being neck deep in pig shit? That's what Rambo is doing. Yeah, he's listening to this podcast. He's, he's like, <laughs> they put him in the overflow from a pig pen, mm-hmm. where he is like. Up to his neck in pig shit, and then in the funniest moment in the movie, one of the guards spits on him, which yeah, <laughs> just like that's it. a level of hating Americans I can't even aspire to. Mm-hmm. To look at this dude who is like mostly in shit at that point and be like, you know what, fuck you a bit more than that. <laughs> fuck you, bro. How can like, I make this worse? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we uh, get a bit of a twist the- here because the fucking mm. Soviets land. Yeah, yes. another fucking turn for this movie is the goddamn Soviets show up. Which, I mean, to be fair, Vietnam and the Soviet Union were very tightly related at this time. Largely, if they, not they almost entirely, because Ronald Reagan refused to normalize relations with Vietnam over the POW MIA issue. Um, so it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy this movie, once by again. The way. <laughs> Reagan did. Of course he, he, he fucking This was one did. of his favorite movies. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. So, so, so we get a couple of things to know here. First of all, dog shit, personally insulting attempts at Soviet army uniforms. That shit is silk screened. The berets don't match. Yeah. The collar tabs don't match. There is fucking. In- it very annoys me. Uh, they're wearing black camouflage in the fucking jungle, which is also a great time. Yeah, like, um, but um, the other thing to note. Mm. It's General Orlov. It is, yeah. Just back from killing 009 in... Um, I wrote this down in full caps. Fucking... Uh, it's, uh, um... Is gold... gold uh, which movie? Goldeneye, is it Goldeneye? Which movie? It's Goldeneye. No, oh, it's not Goldeneye. General Orumov. There's so many fucking Soviet Orlov generals in the Bond movies. when your pussy eyes only for you <laughs> twice. It's the, the circus one. one. It's, the Octo- Roger Moore it's the Roger Moore Octo- the, uh, Octo- Octo- Pussy. Pussy. I completely forgot oh. that that was Octopussy. Yeah. It's, the it's one the where he goes Octopussy. to India. <laughs> Shit, yeah, with <laughs> Sash Gremlin Q. Uh, yeah, yes. What did James yeah. do to that guy with the fucking the crocodile? crocodile. <laughs> I, I don't, know. don't know. I don't know. But but so uh, general 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 whatever. He's like Hold Colonel yeah. Fuckowski this time. Podofsky. He's, also, he's like, he sounds pu- pu- like a Nazi. He comes in and he's like, ah, hello, Herambo. Yeah, he's doing yeah, a yeah, That's the second thing I've got written down, which is, oh, no, it's the Nazi Soviets yeah. here as well. <laughs> <laughs> All three of America's greatest enemies are fighting us right. right now. And he does Nazi shit on the Vietnamese. Like, ah, oh, the Vietnamese are vulgar people. And it's like, what the, yeah. where is this he, man from? <laughs> definitely so evil. He, he, he might as well be from so fucking he, Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> and so he has he has Rambo like pulled up by his arms. He's like suspended from another bondage rig. It's it's like fucking it's cock inspection day in the prisoner of war camp. This it's so this whole next sequence so so homoerotic and also so sadomasochistic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because say, Mr. Like, Rambo, you're cut, looking very tight, mm, looking very, very sexy. Tight. 
he like cuts, <laughs> he like cuts the leeches off him with his own knife. He like has him cleaned up. He, do leeches, him and bring do leeches him to even me. live in pig shit? Answer on a postcard, please. I, I no. know. If you're listening to this podcast up to your neck in pig shit in a Vietnamese torture camp, you please are write a, in. Are there leeches on le- you? Let us know. Leech expert. Yeah. yeah. But so th- then he like, he does the like homoerotic thing. He like grabs him by the chin and he goes, I see you are no stranger to pain. And he keeps saying shit like this as he's torturing him. He keeps saying shit like, You wish to test your strength. Good. You may scream. There is no shame. And it's so intimate. It's, it's like... Gay as hell, man. <laughs> He, he he puts he puts Rambo's knife in a hibachi grill, which is really gonna fuck the heat tree. He shouldn't be able to use that for mm. the rest of the movie. Um, it's kind of shabby. And... No worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, we've seen Forged in Fire. Um, and Rambo <laughs> it will not kill. Rambo gets tortured. He gets electrocuted, and which means we get to see a lot more like strain, like straining, tense, glistening muscles. Yeah, we do. Um, it's in close up. It, it, my God, just yeah. It's remarkable, <laughs> and like the point of this is so you know that Rambo isn't a pussy, right? But he still breaks. They still torture him successfully by threatening to torture the like dude with no name, uh, like threatening, yeah, by threatening to like blind him with Rambo's knife. First, they give Rambo like, a cool yeah. scar on his face. They're like, "We will give they you do. a sick ass memento of this occasion, Herr Rambo." And the thing is, like, I, I know he's gonna escape at the last second. Had he not, that's a more interesting movie. Mm, um, mm-hmm. But also, when St. Andrew gets, like, almost blinded, the guy drops him onto a sack of US food aid, which is very prominently labelled, mm. just to show that Americans are stupid to distribute that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, it, Vietnam was undergoing a famine at this time! <laughs> oh, that's so mm. fucking political! Mm. <laughs> oh, you yeah. can't! Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck. I forgot about the so, fucking food. Oh my. Yeah. That's death really to America. So, so, actually. So what Olaf? What Olaf wants? What what Fukovsky fuck. wants is not that fucking like is not that much. He wants Rambo to call his boss and be like, "It's gone wrong. Don't send any more guys on account of this. Is like an invasion of the territory of the People's Republic of Vietnam. It's not gonna work. Which, by Stop the way, doing it. It is. Bye. It is. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah just, I mean, <laughs> I just want to note that, like, it, it is worth saying out loud that, like, you know, Vietnam is a sovereign nation that the US does not have the right to just wander into. That this is not even mentioned in the film. <laughs> not it's implied. not even, like, said as a joke or, like, no, nah, nah, Rambo, technically what we're doing is illegal, it's off the books, so don't tell anybody. Like, the idea that Vietnam has, like, national sovereignty is just, like, we don't even need to consider that. We're America. It's won two more wars since the Vietnam War ended, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. These guys yeah. have got a track so, record. They're kicking ass. Mm. That's right. So, they so saw Troutman, China without even the army. I'm getting sorry. The army was in incredible, fucking incredible. Cambodia at this time, and then fucking Deng yeah. Xiaoping was like, "We're gonna teach fucking Vietnam a lesson." Spent three weeks trying to fight against like border guards, <laughs> lost thirty thousand men, and then we're like, "And we've taught them a lesson, boys." Back to Beijing, like huge, huge Vietnam losers. fan here. Like fucking more. The military, the the military history of Vietnam, incredible. Uh, Vowen's up one of the, the greatest, greatest military. He's up there with fucking Napoleon. Like, oh, dog. What is the oh Vietnamese but, equivalent of W? Uh, I haven't. Right, they use a Latin alphabet. Probably just a W. w. Fantastic. Um, um, so they, they sit so, Rambo down in front of the microphone and they're like, you know, say your pronouns, call it in. 
Yeah, he, call, call yourself woke and gay. And Troutman loves to break radio procedure. Yeah. So, like, he's once again, he's like, Johnny, it's uh, Sam Troutman from Army. Mm -hmm. How how are you doing, yeah. buddy? Thus giving you both his name, your name. Uh, the Murdoch guy from the CIA is here. I can give you, like, a short description yeah. if you want. What up? It's your boy. Fucking. <laughs> mm. What's up, YouTuber? I'm just smash that like and subscribe mm -hmm. button. Um, Doom is becoming more Rambo, powerful. Yeah, Rambo's like <laughs> gripping this big heavy microphone. He's like, I'm woke. I'm gay. I'm soy. And then <laughs> he doesn't say it. No. He doesn't say that he's woke. He refuses gay, so to no. say that he's woke. He, he, no. he says, uh, he says, put Murdoch on, and Murdoch's like, hey, Rambo, it's me, it's Murdoch. Uh, everything, are we cool? Are we cool? And Rambo's like, I'm coming for you, Murdoch. And then he like starts hitting dudes with the microphone stand, which you're gonna damage yeah, yeah, your yeah. podcasting equipment if you do that. I'm always telling you, I know. This. I know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Co, uh, Co has like disguised herself as the sex worker Co's from back. earlier and has like infiltrated the thing. Because women. When I see Co on screen, I go, "Oh, please, God, not more of this." Why, why, why? Movie not over already. Um. So at this point, they they escape from the fucking POW camp. Oh um, my God. Uh, God and there's a bit where like uh, they didn't have the budget for like separate vehicles and stuff. So there's a Vietnamese Huey. There's Vietnamese Jeeps. They're, they got one helicopter that's getting repainted every time they need it for a different country, which is really funny. But th there is a sequence where and like. You want to talk about Americans like making a film about how you know the war hurt their soldiers' feelings? This is so precise a historical inversion. Making a film where Americans are pursued through the jungle by Vietnamese helicopters. Vietnamese Hueys. So perfectly, <laughs> insultingly reversed. I was wondering when they were going to start dropping Agent Orange on. Is so that mirror? Like, I thought it, they were going to do that too. I thought like, they were going to do that actually. Yeah. Mirror propaganda it is, shit. Like it is exactly crazy. the same thing as as like Call of Duty Modern Warfare doing the highway of death again, but being like it was the Russians mm -hmm. yeah. this time. It, it, <sighs> so they, they they escape. They get away, uh, and then the next morning they're in this. This is the funniest bit. In this the is the best. They're Sorry, in this yeah. beautiful oh. spot by the river, and Rambo's yes. bandaged. Rambo's wounded, so Co like tears her bit of her dress off to um, bandage mm. his hand, um, and he thanks her, and they have and this she, tender moment. She's, she's like, like, "Me go America with you," and he's like, "Yeah, sure." Yes, me. me me, me open delicious restaurant in suburb of Virginia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then they kiss. Um, yeah. And they have this like tender moment where I'm just like, yeah, come back to the USB. I know the, the love of a woman. And then she is immediately uh -huh. shot at. The, the dick that kills Fucking you instantly. She doesn't even get the dick. She's just immediately she, killed. It, it's so. The kiss that kills you she instantly. She stands up dead. <laughs> They they use in a wide shot with squibs just shot dead straight away. Oh, so, so many squibs. She funny. gets like riddled with bullets. Um, so so Rambo Rambo goes Rambo mode, right? Like he he kills all of the guys who shot her, apart from that same officer from before who just Lieutenant like Lestrange. gently jogs away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and Rambo's like, okay. Crazy. Then they very helpfully, having established Rambo's location and having been trying to kill him, and having had a dude survive and leave, they leave him the time to bury his like girlfriend mm. and take her little necklace. Yeah. So now Rambo is wearing a fruity little necklace. Yeah, and it, it's like way too small for him, so it's it's like riding up his neck like a choker. I have the same problem. Um, but yeah. yeah, he's wearing a choker for the latter half of the movie. It's funny. Yeah, he really it is. is. Funny. He legitimately is. He's like completely shirtless um, now. He's taken off his shirt for some reason. It's raining. It's completely chucking it down. So the Russians and the Vietnamese yeah, shirtless close in. bandana choker. That's mm. it. 
You know what? That's an outfit. That's He's kind of servant. I don't want to. My notes say uh, Rambo Rambo's them. In this moment, he truly became Rambo First yeah. Blood Part Two. Yeah, he Rambo's all over them. Mm -hmm. uh, he Rambo's all over them. If you remember them. the scene in in First Blood where they're like in the jungle and they're like, "Where is he?" and he fucking Batman's the shit out of them. Mm -hmm. It's like that, mm -hmm. but more violent and less inspired. Also, his bow um, makes pew pew noises, which is quite it does. Funny. Yeah, the bow is the funniest thing in the fucking world to me. Mm -hmm. the, the explosive <laughs> arrows is so fucking funny. Then they set it up I, earlier, like yeah. he has explosive arrows in the helicopter. He's got four and he fires he's, five. He's but crafted like, like bomb arrows. It's not the kind of criticism we do of movies. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. No, no. What is funny is they're dog shit. They're so good. They're like straight line. They just explode with a variable amount of explosion depending on how much he wants to destroy right. per go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dialer yield. Yeah, he yeah. It's one guy with it, just atomizes. Yeah, him. he kills Lieutenant Mustache and like blows it's his guts so all over the place. Like there's there's a couple of fun details I want to talk about here. First of all, it's way less inspired than in First Blood because they don't want to give the Russians any lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of shots of people's boots and no one tucks in their fucking bootlaces. Really annoys me. Put the cinema sins ding on. I don't even give a shit. If you're going to walk around with your bootlaces out, you're going to trip over them. Mm. Uh, and then there's a bit where like Rambo just grabs a guy and drags him like into a ravine or something and that guy just goes ah, ah, ah. but he's not being strangled he just like has laryngitis that day or something <laughs> oh, just for Rambo, for that guy didn't say anything yeah. yeah he's got like a sore throat and he's like ah, ah. <laughs> he's like has COVID. Rambo's like eating him from the feet up i guess um he also yeah. lures, Rambo, Rambo he lures some guys into a field of corn and burns them alive which he does he horrific. briefly assumes what i can only call his mud form you didn't even kill one guy in the previous fucking movie. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you know, really is nudging up the unprovoked violence score, because even if you're saying, okay, he's killing these guys in self-defense, like, the manner in which he does, like, he burns people alive, like, this is a war crime. Like, he, he kills yeah, Lieutenant Mustache sure. with he an exploding even arrow. shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. He should the, still the be in the fucking prison hospital mental health wing. He, he should be some, like hallucinating this next to Pierce Brosnan in the North Korean prison camp. I, I choose to believe that this is what Rambo saw in his. He was actually shot and killed in the standoff at the end of the first movie, and this is just his brain just dreaming up as he's the dying. The entire rest of the Rambo series is yeah, just like takes that's, place that's inside that's Rambo's really mind. Good. That's really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we get a lot more explosions. The same lieutenant tries to kill him, and like he, Rambo's standing right there, he misses every shot with an entire magazine on an AK. Rambo is and not a then small man a either. He's like a big target. No. Mm. He's not even moving. He stands still at one point to be like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. He explodes the guy who kills his girlfriend. At which point, the like the Russian sergeant we barely spoke about, the like big Torture dude, guy. shows up. Mongo. flying flying a Soviet Huey, drops a bomb that looks like a pool float on him. Uh, he makes this like very weird noise as he jumps clear of the explosion, where he's just like, <laughs> that's sort of most of the noises that he makes. Um, and then they like hover the helicopter oh, low, and Rambo. Sorry, Rambo. <laughs> I just, what, I what, just read a fucking trivia on the IMDb. It was um about please. about the death scene that we just discussed here, which is as Kobao yeah. died in Rambo's arm after the ambush. Originally, there was a triple crash zoom while Sylvester <laughs> Sloan screams no and it echoed three times. Oh. And the sentence here is: during a test screening, the audience started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was re-edited. 
Yes! <laughs> Damn, Just show I, me I, the original yeah, cut. Yeah, release the Cameron cut. Release, oh, that's release so the Frank Darabont cut. funny. I, <laughs> Swear to fucking God. So, okay. They, they hover the helicopter low. Rambo gets in the helicopter. Okay, you carry on. Sorry. Uh, let me hit this first. R- <laughs> carry on. Rambo, Rambo is like wrestling with the dude in the back of the Huey. Having gay sex is like the 40th most gay thing you can do. This is above it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he fights Mongo in the back of the helicopter, muscles. like throws him out. Yeah, yeah. He throws him out, and then we award a second Kronstein rosette to Rambo for attacking the guy flying the yeah, helicopter that is an automatic he is currently win. in. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh-huh. He doesn't attack him, do that very, dude... he just pulls his knife, and the guy actually just leaves the helicopter. He's just like, exit. Yeah, the guy just jumps. Yeah. He's just like, fuck it. I, 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 whatever. Uh, we now get a long and incredibly fascist helicopter sequence yeah. where Rambo uses the Soviet Huey to, like, d- d- destroy the prison camp single-handedly. This... This moment made me really yeah. quite sad because this could have been a really emotional moment for John Rambo. Like this is the really, place. Yeah. Sure. This is the place where he was tortured. This is a site of his trauma. This could have been a big moment for him Twice. to destroy it. Like for instance, you know, I, I've talked about this ages ago in Philosophy Tube. I had I had a moment like this when I destroyed a wardrobe that that I had built for my abuser, and it's mm. like to to physically destroy something that has come to symbolise your trauma and the suffering that you've endured. It's a big emotional moment that like I think would it's be a bit really much to destroy Dulwich film. College. Yeah, 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 true. Um, with, a, with a helicopter, <laughs> but I mean, you did it, and you're a better person because of it. Um, but true. instead, yeah. he just yells. And it's like, oh, this could have been a really important moment. Or he could have destroyed mm-hmm. it, and then we have a moment where he doesn't feel any better. That would also have been yeah. quite powerful, but we don't. He, he, no, he just takes the like obligatory M60 off of the side of the Soviet helicopter, uh, and just like fires it in the air a bunch, and goes like, uh... Um, he rescues the guys, the, the helicopter is about to try and escape, and then... Oh man, this poor, this poor Eurocopter Puma. They have bolted so much shit to the side of it to try and make it look like a hind. It's got like fake wings and fake rocket pods. And, and it does we get look a, sick. A, it does look sick nasty, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and this sequence we get is a quite sick. Helicopter chase. We do get yeah. the helicopter. Yeah. It's being piloted by Podowski, which, okay. Yeah, he has a very hands on management style. Um, and th- they damage the helicopter, and what Rambo does is he, like, fakes him out, lands the helicopter, makes it look like the helicopter has crashed, plays dead while the colonel is, like, sighting him up with the rockets, evilly, and then grabs a, a, law, a light anti-tank weapon, um, and fires that inside the helicopter, the backblast from it presumably vaporizing every single POW on board. That would have been very funny if Rambo had destroyed all the evidence by doing that. Yes, yeah, and and that's why there's no proof of the POW MIA <laughs> shit. Rambo kills day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and Rambo kills the guy who was, like, gay torturing him, mm-hmm. and he gets to win this time. They they land they in They fly Thailand. away, and the chopper is still damaged, so it's, like, smoking, but it, it's just billowing white smoke, so it just it just looks like the hot box to this Vietnamese helicopter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rambo flies yeah. away in Deweed Chopper. <laughs> Yo! Yeah. He, he crash lands Deweed Chopper, gets out, Ericsson's there, didn't get to do anything in this movie, still wearing the little leather vest, immediately gets decked by Rambo, and I'm like, what the fuck He flew that the chopper for? that abandoned Rambo earlier on. Mm-hmm. I guess so, but like he doesn't—he doesn't punch Troutman. He yeah. just 
like we get yeah. an interesting sequence where Rambo goes into the gay computer room and shoots them with the MG yeah. and yells. And it's like, what do the computers do, yeah. man? He hates the computers. Be gay. They're gay. Be gay. Be gay. He, he, hates, he hates the computer. He hates the Antichrist. Uh, That's fair. C- CIA guy is like in the other room listening, like, oh god, he's gonna come for me doing like first blood shit again. <laughs> uh, at which point Rambo does come for him, sticks the knife in his like desk next to him, and is like, eh, you go rescue the rest of the POWs because I know there's more. Make Rambo I three. Believe, <laughs> I believe that you will do this because I have threatened you and not like have me killed. John Rambo um, kills 75 Vietnamese guys and then leaves one American alive and that's supposed to be like the, oh my god, he, fuck. Yeah, what a model of restraint. Then, uh, Die. On the way out, <laughs> he has he has a conversation with Troutman. And oh, Troutman, man. We, get, we get the last the dose worst. of politics in this movie. This is like, having, having finally been exposed that like maybe the Vietnam War was not a good idea, the right-wing populism has to concede that much, and so you get Troutman's thing is, I think, best understood as, uh, you know, uh, American power going. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? Where he just he just says the war, everything that happened here may be wrong, but damn it, don't hate your country for it. Maybe why wrong? not? Maybe wrong? Maybe? Why? Why not? Agent- no. <sighs> We we may have napalmed some children, right? And then we may have invented some drill cadences about napalming children, and and we may have thought that all of that was good. But, but what you know, point don't do you get hate your country us. then, or even just like not even hate, but just be like, damn, that's fucked up, like. And it's not it's not even like a uh, you know against the war support the troops thing. That's too far left for this movie. What Rambo says is like, hate my country. I would die for my country. I just want it to love me back. And it's like, <sighs> like yes, it correctly it correctly identifies that you know often the U.S. treats its veterans very poorly and like does think of them as disposable and doesn't give a shit about them. Sort of like of a like lower order of magnitude of the people it gives a shit about are people who happen to be in Vietnam or Afghanistan or Iraq or fucking anywhere else. I mean, also, and like something just... Rambo doesn't ever engage with is the is the fact that like the reason the U.S. government gave so little of a shit about so many of those soldiers and indeed so many of its soldiers generally is because they are from poorer backgrounds, often like racially yes. disadvantaged backgrounds. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't. It doesn't really mention like the draft. I mean, yeah. we assume Rambo volunteered. Uh, but like, no, it's 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 dog shit. It's it's a, an incredibly fascist movie. It's a piece of like apologetics for American power. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's really, really just infuriating. Like propaganda. On so many levels. It's not, not too strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's American, just, like American it's propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. And there. Yeah. There are parts of American sort of like self mythology that can be very good and very appealing, not to like both sides this shit, but there genuinely can be. This is not one of them, right? This is one of the movies that like uh, helps facilitate the kind of anti Americanism uh, on a, like a reflexive basis that you know you fucking oh my god. And the thing, the thing is, is like the central myth of this movie, right? The fucking Vietnam War, forgotten MIA guys, mm-hmm, is was yeah. still like a central tenor of like Republican beliefs, right up until basically the modern day. Like this was still 
John McCain's pet theory right up until he finally fucking collapsed and died of being a stupid bastard disease. Or he tripped over into a fucking pool and just like knocked his head or some shit. From a from a film point of view, it's also ah. it's also just really disappointing to go from Rambo mm. First Blood Part One A the first the opening chapter, um, Attack of the Clones, which which, mm. which had mm. potential and and I thought actually sure. had some maybe interesting moments and some moments of good acting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to this sequel, which just squanders it and just remakes all the worst bits uncritically um not even the worst bits remakes the good bits but without the added context of of like you know the politics and the emotional drama it's i I just like don't fundamentally give a shit about rambo anymore because you know he's just fine now he doesn't seem to have any emotions he doesn't have emotions like a human being He, he exists to be an avatar for sad insecure men to to project their violent racial fantasies onto and it's a real Shame, actually. Mm. I'm triggered. Not to, be, I'm not to be hindsight, yes. I'm gay. I'm not to be like hindsight is twenty twenty, but like I think that feeling is a big part of why I was as hard on First Blood as I was. Yeah. Not because I had seen this, because I hadn't seen this before. Um, but because I kind of like got the sense of where it was going to go with it, and I, I think the kind of like populist needle that it was trying to thread that Stallone quote I read at the end of the last one where he's like he's he doesn't hate the system he's just against parts of the system mm-hmm. I I don't think you can do that without it turning into this um I, yeah. I think it leads you into it, it coheres into one ideology uh, and that's this um but and you know we what do have... that's exactly mm. why I was like we need to talk about Rambos <laughs> because yes, that yeah. setup and then payoff is is Awful. It's so uh, yeah. The way it squanders its even any of the goodwill I gave it in the first episode is it's gone. Yeah, it's shit. Well, the Vietnam we War. Do. It may it it may have been wrong, but we have a science based rating system that prevents us from ever making such mistakes. It's called the Scum System. It stands for Smarm, Cultural Insensitivity, Unprovoked Violence, and Misogyny. Now, this is a sort of an interesting question to open with. How ca- can we even think of Rambo as smarmy? Is is there smarm at work here? He doesn't even have that many. He's got like more like movie lines in the yeah. first one, and I think generally mm. there are more like movie ass lines in the first one. Like God didn't create Rambo, I did. There's less of that this time around. Yeah, there should have been more. It's, mm, yeah, it's it, it. Yeah, it's like curious because I can't tell if it's less sincere or more. There are fewer emotions, right? Like, no one's really feeling anything. But equally, there is absolutely no sense of irony to any of this. Yeah. It is played completely yeah. straight. There's Reading no moments the... where Rambo, like, kills somebody and then has just, like, a catchy leader or, like, a, you know, a tough line or anything. He's pretty taciturn throughout most yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my theory is that all of the cool lines were given to this other guy in the original script. And then when he got cut, they just were like, and that's, yep, let's just mm-hmm. leave those there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we gave the I, first one I, a two, so if this is less smarmy than that, it must be a one. It's not smarmy. Like, think, it's, it's bad, yeah, but it's not I, smarmy. I think it's a one. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a one. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, chance to uh, recoup some points here <laughs> with uh, <laughs> cultural insensitivity. Oh, baby! Now, <sighs> ten. Uh, ten. Ten. I ten. won't argue with you. Uh, we've already talked Disgusting. about all the reasons why. Disgusting. Disgusting fucking what was movie. It, what was it Death you said in the group chat? The Vietnamese army might as well have been orcs? Yeah, they have no like uh, internal lives at all. They, they just exist to be mown down. 
To be, neither do the fucking Americans, to be fair. Like, mm, the fucking yeah. POW. James, James Cameron said about this one, who was like, they, they might as well have just gone into the jungle to get a six pack of beer. And that have been mm. the whole fucking plot. Because, like, Did he these guys are not. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. There's that a rules. bit of beef regarding the, yeah. the changes to the script. Mm. Unprovoked yeah, no, violence? It's, it's like banging. It's like banging G- like G.I. Joe dolls together. Mm. Unprovoked violence. I, I'm, I'm happy with that. Murdoch at the start uh, of this movie uh, states that Rambo has 59 confirmed kills during the Vietnam War. During the course of this movie, <laughs> Rambo kills 74 <laughs> people. It's a new PB. Brutally like, as well. Like unnecessary. I completely forgot that bit. That's also where he says Rambo is Indian-German and then says that's a powerful mix, which is yeah, very crazy. weird. Bit. What? Weird yeah. life. Uh, a little bit of CIA phrenology there. Mm. Um, yeah, unprovoked violence, burning people alive in a cornfield, he explodes a dude, a guy's getting like pinned to trees by their skulls. I, it, yeah, Rambo should be in the again? Hague 10. Yeah. <laughs> Midway through the action scene, he does the entire Far Cry 3 uh, we bond them yeah. scene where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that was misogyny. fucking cinema. That was fucking. Um, oh, that, misogyny. That was great. Yeah. Okay, well, it's not misogyny. a mission because there are two women. Uh, one of them is a sex worker and dispensed yeah. of easily. The other is <laughs> Ko Bao, who is also dispensed of easily. Um, and is supposed to be bridging ever. And yes. speaks. Me like provide emotional fulcrum the in, in third act of plot. Yeah. Not good. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say, of child. typically on these, mm. I like to take a, a back seat. I let the women speak because it's about misogyny. They, you, know, you two have a better idea of it than me. I, However, yeah, I, I'm pretty happy wait. to say I think this is quite misogynist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As an ally, I, yeah. I can tell. Right, <laughs> watching this, and I'm going. Well, they've got enough of a sense right. of it now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Can we put a number to this? I mean, because at least it's not- she. I mean, she, she does wear a nice dress, but at least she is like competent with. She men. is. She is. At least she isn't sexually objectified as much as some of the girls in that she like we don't see her in a swimsuit for instance that's you know? fair she's, she's not like, introduced yeah. sexually, with like a slow pan no. up to her ass so she's not like sexually threatened apart from one moment with the pirate like tries to like brush her hair and she like slaps him away yeah. that's uh, could have been worse um dare I say could have been Five. I I was I know we don't give three I know we don't give like point five so I was I was gonna say three point five but I, do you want to settle on four? I'll settle on four. Okay, yeah. That gives us a total score of twenty five, which is mm-hmm. not the worst film we've ever seen, but definitely way up there. Same as Austin Powers two for those of you who are keeping track at home. Uh, and, yeah, uh, and then worse after than this. Oh, it's worse than all of the Bond films except Live and Let Die. Yeah, that's, that's about right. That's true. That feels correct yeah. feels to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a science-based system. Oh, that movie was It bad. is, it is. Yeah, and oh, God, we, we're so we, good. We, gotta, we just, like, took a swing at this at the start and just invented a perfect movie categorization yeah. system. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's perfect. And, of course, now, Infallible. after this, we're going to have to watch Rambo 3, which... I see you are no stranger to pain. So... We're gonna have to. I can't imagine where they're gonna go with this. I think there's a real possibility that the Rambo Afghanistan. series. Afghanistan. Oh terms... god. Yes. Yeah. There's a no, real it possibility is. that the Rambo series might provide us with the new worst film we've ever seen if it keeps going in this so. direction. <laughs> I I firmly quite, believe that it is possible. Yeah, it's fine. I'll vamp for a bit. So we we have 
we we have Rambo three coming up, and then an additional two Rambos on top of that. But we also have a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. It's five. That's what it was. A month. Um, in return, hmm. medals. We medals. we oh. intuited two, but that was two Kronsteins. Uh, so yeah, for Rambo and Boat Guy. Yeah, I think Kronstein Rosette to no. Okay, for the. <laughs> Can we rename them for the series to like the Vietnamese Medal of Honor? <laughs> we have to start selling little like badges. Yeah, but Vietnamese, like, Vietnamese Army Medal Michael. of Honor goes to Rambo for attacking the pilot of a vehicle that he's in once yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, always perfect. And to the yeah. boat guy. Good night, Cross guy. for Co. I don't think she deserves no. it, or indeed anything no. as a character. Yeah, just, no. she's not real. No, she doesn't exist. Either. What's uh, our next Patreon thing going to be? Is it Death Becomes Her? It's Death Becomes Her. Yeah. It's Death Becomes Her. I'm so excited to do Death Becomes Her. Uh, so subscribe to the Patreon if you haven't already. If yes. you don't do that, you will see us again with Rambo 3. But you should do that. Uh, and we will see you next time. Bye. Mwah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. I have been Devon, as always, and I've been joined by Alice and Abigail. I don't know why I said that. I've never said that before on one of these, but it felt so natural, so I guess I've said it now. Um, if you're listening to this, that means you may not necessarily be a Patreon subscriber, because this is a free episode if you're not yet a Patreon subscriber um, that's fine you don't have to be um, but if you are hey hey how you doing ooh you're looking good today is that a new is that a new haircut you've got that you're looking great and if you're a 15 pounds or above Patreon subscriber ho 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 hello how are you doing trying to create a sense of like missing out for anyone who isn't a patreon subscriber and anyone who isn't a 15 pounds and above patreon subscriber and they are low beyond daughter candy fox freya aloysius gustavo lira jack holmes mike berg hannah oberhart nick boris johnny del calmino george rohack kentucky fried comic yarrick drone lover nato mori cohen enright labor delenda est peter mcdonald library hitman Ozzy Mandius, Beef Crime, Callum Burney, Jonathan Gerdes, Max Gaimanhart, Jack Drummond, uh, Hell, Kit Divine, Lysamage, J. Martindale, Tarp O, Mothman, Trip, Thodomus Prime, Katie, Old Fool, Blonde American Trans Woman, May, Victoria Roth, Zan Hutchin, Isopod Girl, Clarification, Carbon Silverport, Oh No, It's Andrew95, Alex, Liz Nash in Florida, Violet Cybra, a trans robot, Katie Probes, Noblesse Oblaha, Jean2089, Corvid Cultist, Bronan, Walscott, Annie Ruby, Connor's Cool Big Sister, Safira Lucifera, Ramona Random, Sengshen, Emily, Queen of Sloth, Zoe Shepard, Quinn Valeri, Loz Pycock, Alfredo, Roll History, Turfsy Chin, Die Alone, Mortran, Wolfie, Al Irwing, Finn Ross, Inga, Goodbye Forever, Robert Greensmith, Josh Simmons, Lauren Bastin, Millie, and the curious Kaylee V. Oh, the music's nearly run out by now. Uh, yeah, Devon Alice Abbey. Uh, my, the producer is the wonderful Mr. Neighbor Thay. Our podcast art is by Maddie Lubchansky, and our website is by Tom Allen. See ya. Wah.